What you are about to hear is a labor of love, our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rock Strikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, let's not waste time getting back into the top 100 records of this last decade, 2010 through 2019. We're into part eight right now. We've got 30 albums left to cover, and then we are done with this last decade. It's going to be a nice relief for me. I can move on. But yes, I'm very proud of this list, and I want to definitely share it with you out there. Every one of the albums in this top 100 is worth your time, worth picking up, worth getting. I'm just going to leave that all out there on the table. Just get to the music here. Number 30, a band that has appeared already on this countdown. And uh, this is their latest album and best album, their 11th studio album overall. And I'm guilty of not having the catalog. I need to go check all of this out because I only have like the latest four. So I got to go back. Hardcore Superstar, great band from Sweden. They actually have hit singles over there because they're that good. They're that catchy. And they're from Sweden. Sweden just has it. They just have that thing. Hardcore Superstar, the unfortunately named Hardcore Superstar, put out this 11th studio album on August 28th of 2018. The album is called You Can't Kill My Rock and Roll. What else can you say? Here's the title track. Turn it up.
kicking off part eight of our top 100 records of the decade that was hardcore superstar with the title track from the album you can't kill my rock and roll honestly that album would have done a lot better if it wasn't for the one bad song on that record the song baboon which is terrible it's a zero pointer i always skip it i'm probably gonna take it off the ipod i just can't stand that song album would have done better if it hadn't been for that so but that's an impressive album go get it it is rock and roll personified as you can tell by that amazing epic anthem right there that's what they do not just every now and then that's pretty much all they do love it a band i played on the last episode and if you'd have told me they would have outdone that album that i put on the last episode i'd have said you were crazy I just didn't think that anything could top it, but it might be one of those things where, uh, you know, more editing can actually maybe help the overall quality of your album. I'm not sure. Especially when it comes to this band, I'm not used to this band doing half-hour records. I'm used to this band doing hour-long records and change. So it was really interesting for me to hear this latest album by the Smashing Pumpkins. The album, which is uh, painstakingly officially called Shiny and Oh So Bright, Volume 1, no past, no future, no sun. Yeah, that's the name of the album. Okay. And uh, apparently volume two will be out sometime here in 2020, and they're promising a double album. So I guess maybe to make up for the fact that this was a half hour. But man, what a strong half hour they put in this album. Not only are the songs good for me, but the production is really good on this. Now, it says the album was produced by Rick Rubin, but come on. Rick Rubin doesn't really produce the album so much. So... I'm going to go that extra mile and give the engineering credit to someone named Dana Nielsen. So I got to think that uh, in, in history, it's proven that Rick Rubin's engineers are the true producers of his albums. So I'm going to go with that. But all that being said, you can see, just uh, listen for yourself right here. I'll convince you on this album just with this song right here. So here you go. Coming in at number 29, this is the Smashing Pumpkins with Seek and You Shall Destroy.
All right, there you go. The Smashing Pumpkins with Seek and You Shall Destroy from the album Shiny and Oh So Bright, Volume 1. No past, no future, no sun. I guess that does rhyme, doesn't it? I didn't realize that until just now. But uh, Anyway, that came out on November 16th of 2018. Now that came out the year after that is number 28, coming out on October the 18th, 2019, a band that I am a big fan of, and I was very happy that they got back together this decade. And I actually got to see them live, and they were everything that I thought they would be. Excellent live, and the records just kick all the ass. A band called Refused, their latest album, War Music, their fifth studio album that I'm about to play here, and comes in at number 28 on the countdown, is, is a must-own. They have like three must-own albums in their career for sure. Shape of Punk to Come, and this one, and maybe one you'll hear later on the countdown. Yes! Another spoiler right there. Uh, I could have played you anything off of this album because you'll get the point for sure. And uh, I'm glad that they're around again. You know, politically, there's no time to fuck around uh, lately. So I'm glad Refuse is out there doing it. So from the album More Music, this is Turn the Cross. Turn the Cross. Upside down.
All right, there you go. A band that has not lost any kind of step uh, from anything that they've originally done. That was refused from the album War Music and the song Turn the Cross. That album was produced by David Sandstrom and Christopher Steen. Yes, all right. Staying on that side of the pond, or at least somewhat, going over to England, not so much Sweden, uh, but C.J. Wildheart, who you've already heard on the countdown, and I'm a big fan of this guy, of course, part of the Wildhearts family tree. Yeah, I'm realizing I probably should have just had a separate top ten for all the Wildhearts family tree stuff, just to prove the point, but that's too late for that. I'm already in the midst of the countdown. What are you going to do? Fire me? All right. Uh, but yeah, C.J., his, uh, depending on uh, technicality, his third or fourth studio album. The album is called Blood. It's his latest solo effort and uh, might be his best one overall. I'm not sure. We'll see. But uh, yeah, this album came out on October 20th of 2017. I did the pledge, did the thing, got the vinyl. It was signed. And then the music actually delivered. I love when these things come together. So here you go. Coming in at number 27, it's CJ Wildhart from the album Blood. This is Lazy Bones.
All right, there you go. The great CJ Wildheart and Lazy Bones from the album Blood. Uh, go check out that album for an added bonus. Uh, even on uh, the Robot album, he did a, a Split Ends cover. On this one, he did a cover of Weezer's Tired of Sex. Really good version as well. It almost sounds exactly like the original, but just the fact that he could pull that off is, is pretty great, in my opinion. And I know he's a fan. All right, ping-ponging back over to Sweden uh, with a band that uh, sadly just hung it up a few months ago officially. They've been on hiatus for a while, but they uh, let it be known that they were breaking up for the time being. Uh, and I'm going to miss them, despite the fact that they only had two albums out. Uh, I thought they were a real bright hope for rock and roll, uh, and, and they tried. So give it up for them. A band called Heavy Tiger. Uh, the only good thing about them breaking up is that I was able to get into their fire sale of merch. So bought like tons of stuff off of their website. Both records on vinyl. They threw in some buttons. I got a canvas bag and the whole thing. So uh, going to cherish these things for sure. And uh, this album, Glitter, their second and uh, until they hopefully get back together, their last album. This thing is just a joy from start to finish just so good everything i love about rock and roll is pretty much on this album came out on march 24th of 2017 produced by gustav edenis and rickard lofgren there you go gotta love sweden <laughs> one take okay but yes heavy tiger from this great album called glitter and this was the kickoff song and one of my favorite songs of the entire decade this is i go for the cheap ones <laughs>
right there. I, I give them one of the highest compliments I could give any band. It sounds like if Kim Shattuck sang for the Donnas or the Runaways, so yeah. How much cooler can you get? That was Heavy Tiger with I Go For The Cheap Ones. That was the opening track from their really super fun album called Glitter. Go get that record. Go download it legally. Whatever you have to do to own this record, make sure you do that. You'll be happy you did. All right, it is part eight here, and uh, it's time for the halftime show. I remembered to do it this time. We're not doing two different years. We're doing just the one year. Here are the albums that were cut off of this top 100 from the year 2017 that I still think you should at least check out. Uh, I can't believe that this band isn't on the top 100 at all. I think I might have screwed up by not at least including one of these albums. I'm starting to think that actually. It's a massive regret here. Uh, but yeah, Body Count. They put out two great albums in this last decade. Manslaughter and Bloodlust. You should definitely get both of those records. Bloodlust came out in 2017 so that's why I thought of that. But you definitely should get both of those records i love them both and i've played them a lot this decade so i think what happened there is was the scoring system that got them because there's a couple of songs on each album where they just use like guest stars that shouldn't be on there and i think the quality of the song drops it kind of takes me out of the record so i'm gonna blame it on the guest stars right there so there you go officially that's whose fault it is it's not mine don't kill me guys all right uh really cool interesting band uh, and I hope they do more things. It's kind of an offshoot band, so it's not a full-time band. Uh, but this band Gone is Gone. They put out their only full length to date in 2017 called Echolocation. And also a hard album to review, but I, I did it anyway. Uh, but I think you should definitely get this whole album. It's, a, it's an offshoot of Mars Volta and Mastodon. So that should be enough, right? Along with uh, Troy Van Leeuwen, I think, is part of this band. But uh, yeah. Go seek out Gone is Gone. Uh, Manson. Marilyn Manson just missed the top 100. The best thing he put out this decade of the two or three albums that he did put out, uh, I think definitely Heaven Upside Down is the best of the three he put out, for sure. So if, you, if you're going to get something by Manson from the last 10 years, get Heaven Upside Down. I liked it pretty good, actually. Just missed making the top 100. Uh, yeah, there's some other good ones. Uh, C.J. Ramone, American Beauty. That's a fun record. Go get that. He even does a cool Tom Waits cover on there. Uh, also, Black Joe Lewis's Backlash. That was a lot of fun. I think you should give that one a listen. And what else? Oh, yeah, Emperor of Sand by Macedon. I mentioned that when I played uh, the track from Once More Around the Sun. Emperor of Sand's very good as well. Just missed the cut. Uh, but, yeah, that one's definitely worth your time as well. Yeah, all right. I think I'm going to put 2017 to bed now. Let's move on to the next song here. Uh, this band right here, I think they came out like in 1993 or 94, somewhere around that. They put out one album and then they really didn't do anything else until fast forwarding all the way to January 20th of 2017, finally putting out their sophomore album. It's a band called Bash and Pop, uh, led by the great Tommy Stinson of The Replacements. You might know Tommy from some other things as well. In addition to his solo albums and the band Perfect, he was a member of Guns N' Roses for a long time until Duff came back. Uh, he's also toured with Soul Asylum, so the guy's always working. And I'm a fan of the guy. Great songwriter. A guy, you know, definitely having to live kind of a little bit here and there in the shadow of Paul Westerberg. This guy has a massive talent. And the two Bash and Pop albums definitely prove that. And they're definitely both heavily recommended albums in my opinion so this album anything could happen that came out uh is just you know even when i first heard it i was like ah oh, it's not as good as the first fashion pop album because i've been living with that album for like 25 years now so of course you know what's going to live up to that uh but this has become a true grower probably my favorite grower quote unquote of the entire decade 
and that's good enough to make it to number 25 in the top 100 albums of the decade so here you go this is bash and pop with the title track from anything could happen definitely a good thing my mic isn't hot whenever the songs are playing because half the time i'm just singing along with them like an asshole and that was definitely no exception so there you go hopefully you're doing the same thing by the second chorus in the car or wherever you are as well even if you're at work but that was bash and pop with anything could happen 
Go get that record for sure. Uh, here we go. We're, we are up to uh, what is currently, I believe, the Henry Kissinger of rock and roll, as in the guy that they always call if they're going to have at least one band to represent rock at any of these award shows or anything else. Lately, and for a while now, you call on the Foo Fighters. Nothing wrong with that. I like the Foo Fighters quite a bit. I am not blind to their entire catalog as a fan. There's some albums that they put out. They do nothing for me. But it seems like every other album, I'm just like, yeah. So I don't know how that works, but that really has been their journey for me this decade. Uh, but man, when they uh, started off the decade, you know, putting out records, they put out this album, Wasting Light, their seventh studio album. It came out officially on April 12th of 2011, produced by Butch Vig. So now you got all the elements in place here. Now that you got Butch at the board, uh, you know, of course, Butch produced the Nirvana album, uh, the big one, that one called Nevermind. You might have heard of it. But also, it was a return to the band of Pat Smear. And not that you'd need three guitar players in the Foo Fighters. But as we've talked about, like with Yonigers and people like that, sometimes people are just there for a vibe and that little bit extra something. And uh, I love Pat. Big fan of the Germs. I always liked it when he was in the Foo Fighters, so I'm glad he came back to the band. And uh, yeah, check out that documentary on the Foo Fighters as well. They talk about how this all came to be. God, what is that thing called? I think it's called Back and Forth, something like that. Anyway, the feature-length doc on the Foo Fighters is great. And the culmination of the documentary is this album, Wasting Light. Man, this thing... uh, Maybe their best overall album? I don't know. It kind of tied with me with another album from this decade that you'll hear sooner than later on the countdown. So uh, this is for... I, I call this the Foo Fighters album for the metal guys. Like, this is the this is the album that you want to pick up if you're a metal guy and you'd still like the Foo Fighters or someone else in your family likes the Foo Fighters or whatever. You're going to go on a car trip? Like, put this one on. It's awesome. And, man, but it's got some heavy-ass shit on it, too. This isn't even the heaviest song on here. It's like the fourth or fifth hardest song on the album. But I keep going back to this one. It might have been a single. I don't know. I don't follow those things, especially in the last decade. Uh, So there was so much to pick from this album. But I'm feeling this one right now, so let's go with it. This is the Foo Fighters and Rope. Decision. 
right, there you go. Coming in at number 24. We are now three quarters of the way done with this list. Actually, a little bit more than that. If you're doing your math right, at least if I am. But that was the Foo Fighters with Rope from the album Wasting Light. Go get that record. Now, I realize that putting out a top 100 list and saying buy all these records, that's a big to-do, especially if you don't own the majority of these albums. And I have some repeat artists on here, so maybe you have to pick and choose if you're a physical buyer. If you're a streamer, you got all the time in the world, so just listen to them all. Yeah, great, of course. But uh, this is an artist that I've played a couple of times here on this list at least once. This is his highest representation on the countdown. So I gotta say, if you're gonna get something by this guy, if you're gonna get one thing, this is the one to get. Uh, So here you go, I'm gonna play you another track here by Kurt Baker. This actually isn't officially in the Kurt Baker combo, it's just a solo album under the name Kurt Baker. The album is called Play It Cool. It came out on September 25th of 2015, and uh, I think this is his truly great album. Uh, There wasn't a dud on this album for me. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this album actually holds the distinctive 100-pointer on a scoring system, song by song. So like I said, not a dud on it. So if you're going to get something by Kurt Baker, this is the one. The album Play It Cool. And so yeah, I'm going to try to convince you right here. Great song from the album. Simple enough. It's called Doing It Right.
finest right there kurt baker with doing it right from the album play it cool and uh, just looking through his discography here i think this is officially the fourth album that he put out just as a solo artist without the combo so i'm gonna go with that from his fourth solo album play it cool that was kurt baker all right speaking of catchy songs this entire album super catchy and we're getting into this like not all the hundred pointers are going to be at the top of the list this is where it comes down to these are albums and especially in this part of the countdown these are definitely albums scoring between basically 95 points to 100 points so on the song by song basis the hundred pointers are here in the house but they may not be all at the very top of the list some albums i just like more as a re-listen so that's that's the example of just using the point system as a guide really so but here's another album that scored a perfect 100 as a perfect rock album for me and uh, this album came out right at the beginning of the decade on august 24th of 2010 produced by a guy named johnny k a chicago band and as of now they are broken up and this was their only album they're a one and done band but what a one and done they have with this album welcome to the wasteland the band is called Bad City, and I know a lot of my other fellow rock podcasters have played this song on their show, but it, it, to me, this is an anthem. It's a true rallying cry. It's just got that thing, and it sticks in my head, so I can't not play it on the show. The whole album is great, but this is honestly the song that kind of got a lot of us to this band and this album. So here you go, and it's a decade wrap-up. It just makes sense. you got to play it. So this is Bad City with Call Paul Stanley. <laughs>
All right, there you go. Bad City with Call Paul Stanley from the In the Middle of the Night. Yeah, you got to do that. All right, from Welcome to the Wasteland, a perfect rock album, an opinion by me, myself, and I, Joey, right there. Uh, but yeah, got to have that. We're going to finish up. Speaking of Paul Stanley, these guys are definitely Paul Stanley fans, definitely Kiss fans. And I'm going to play you a song that I, I heard literally like two direct Kiss references in the song. Not so much lyrically, but musically. Uh, I'm hearing two different things I love from the Kiss catalog on this particular track by this band. And I don't think they would be upset with this because it might have been intentional for all I know. They're that big of fans. Uh, so I'm going to play you something by the Imperial State Electric, their sophomore album called Pop War, which as good as their debut album was, I think Pop War like blew it away. I think that was like, wow, this band is going to be a contender. And I, I definitely thought that this album would make it to the top 10 of the entire decade. But definitely proof positive as to how strong some of these other albums are. Comes in at number 21, which ain't bad at all. So yeah, this album came out on March 9th of 2012. Produced by a lead singer and guitar player, Nick Anderson. And uh, let's tell you what, I'm going to save the Kiss comparisons for the end of the track right here. See if you can catch them. See if you hear what I hear. So here's Imperial State Electric with Sheltered in the Sand.
All right, closing off part eight of the top 100 records of the last decade. That was the Imperial State Electric, all the way from Sweden there, from their album Pop War, that was Sheltered in the Sand. Uh, what I heard in there, like I said, you kiss nerds out there, heard a little bit of Paul Stanley's Wouldn't You Like to Know Me, mixed in with Tomorrow from the Unmasked album. That's what I hear. You take those two things, and you got a great pop rock song. So there you go. That, that's what my brain heard in that song, and that's why it's one of my favorite songs of the whole decade. We've got plenty more great songs and great albums to talk about from this decade, 20 to be exact. So join me for parts 9 and 10 coming up in a matter of a few days apiece. Thanks for joining me here today, and now I'm going to send you over to my better half, Nola, for the plugs. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cat Willow an extra treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message us for more details or to order. U.S. or APO boxes only. For now. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, please check out our other quality shows, including The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other, The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative, The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then... Have fun.